One way Seoul University helps students learn and grow at deeper levels is to challenge students to teach what they learn. When they accept our challenge to teach what they learn, we invite them to join our paid team captain family. Team captains share their journey with potential students by coordinating and hosting powerful questions and answers calls. Based on these Q&A calls, team captains carefully co-create a team to take a 12-month life-changing journey together. When you join one of our team captain teams, you'll pay them a small tuition. Team captains then earn cash as they complete their program. Earning while learning is just one of the many unique ways Seoul University offers you a chance to walk your talk while taking a life-changing journey. Welcome to a three-part questions and answers series hosted by Marcia Sortino, Team Seekers, Team Captain. This series captures the best bits of a two-hour conference call recorded back in June of 2015. In this first 20-minute segment, we meet Shirley May and Rick Rodriguez, two dear friends from Marcia's Circle of Friends. Marcia prepares us for a lively journey by asking Sol what inspired him to publish Pay Me What I'm Worth. Part 1 concludes with Marshall's initial insights on how she's gaining and maintaining a powerful sense of balance for the first time ever. Time to find something to take notes with. Jot down your questions as we go. You're welcome to post your questions in the comment box below. Aloha, Shirley. Welcome. Uh, thank you. Thanks, Shirley. Shirley, I'm Hi. curious. I know we had a chance to chat. Has it been a couple of weeks now? It might be because I had to go do jury duty and I got finally oh. dismissed. Oh. I got dismissed today. <laughs> got released. Yeah. Got dismissed. Hawaii. There may be a Hawaii on the line. You're welcome to introduce oh, This is Dr. Rick from Hawaii. Dr. Rick, aloha. Hey, Dr. Rick. Uh, Marcia Sortino invited me. <laughs> Thanks for coming. I hear you now. You're very welcome. <laughs> well, I, it's wonderful to see an 808 area code. I Actually, my home base is on the big island. That's where I live. Ah, what part? Poonan. Shirley, have you ever been over to Hawaii? I have been there twice on two cruises. Ah, Okay. Uh, I'm going again before I'm 75. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'll be 69 this year, so i got that much time to get my money together. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Marsha, I'm going to hand the gavel to you. I want to thank you for ringing the bell and inviting people to come to the, our conference. Thank you. And as a matter of fact, I want to introduce you, Rick, and I know surely you already know. I want to introduce you to Soul Dancer. He's actually written a book called Pay Me What I'm Worth. He has developed a course called PayMeWhatImWorth.com. This is basically a one-year journey that we get to take where we explore ourselves. And I've seen in this class, that is exactly what I'm doing, is I am exploring. It's such a different program. It's so refreshing. It really helps me to 
get in touch with me. I know people are probably curious about it because I'm posting all over Facebook about it, and they're wondering, what is she doing? What's she up to? What I really enjoy about Soul's class is you are given the answers and you're not told what to think or how a successful person thinks, but so it's self-development, but you have to find your own answers. We have Soul guiding us. He, he really makes us stretch, I'm going to tell you. I've been going through the book and I've been like, whoa, <laughs> do I even want to answer that question, okay? Before I go on, I'd like to introduce to you Soul's answer. So I'd like to introduce to you Rick and Shirley. They are two of my good friends on Facebook, Dr. Rick, I should say, and basically, I know the next question is, is that his real name? And yes, it is. So I'm going to hand it over to Soul. I'm curious myself. I mean, yes, I've had a little bit of a chance to chat just a teeny bit with Shirley, but not that much. So before we really dive in, I, I'd really like to get to know both of you also. And before I continue yammering on, Shirley, I'm just curious. Uh, how about a little introduction on your end and maybe some initial curiosity questions? My name is Shirley May. I live in a little town called Wyoming, Ohio, which is just outside of Cincinnati, Ohio. I've lived here most of my life. Uh, I was born in here, and I left for a little while and lived in California for a little while, and then I came back here. Went to Wyoming High School, graduated from that. I did not go to college. My things I like to do, I like to read books. I like true story books, uh, biography books. I like horses and cats and dogs. When I was smaller, I'd like chipmunks until one bit me, so let's stop that. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> I know, and I was scared to death that I never would tell my mother, and she, one time she says, what's wrong with your finger? Well, that was where the chipmunk got a hold of me, and that chipmunk did not let loose for a long time. Oh. I mean, I stood, I stood there, and I shook that thing, and it wouldn't let loose, Oh! and, and then... My mother, one time I heard her talk about rabies and when you get bit by an animal and how you had to get shots in the stomach. I did not tell her I got bit by that thing because oh, I, I did not want shots in my stomach. <laughs> so I never did tell her, and I didn't get sick from it, so I was lucky. <laughs> yay, yay, yay. So that's basically me. Rich, I envy you because I always see you surfing. Every time I get on Facebook. <laughs> I got to get my exercise a couple of days a week, yeah. and that's I've been a surfer for yeah. 30 years, and I'm a soul traveler. My birthday yeah. is one one two three. I'm the living Fibonacci, so everybody gets scared. Wow! <laughs> and I'm living on the Big Island. I I went to school here. I worked in surgery for 25 years and taught surgeons how to do surgery. They gave me an honorary doctorate. I've never really had a real formal education. I've educated myself from brain surgery to delivering babies. Now I'm living in Pune again, like I did when I was in my 20s, and just, I love it. I have a wonderful life, and my family lives here with me. I couldn't really ask for anything else uh, in my life, really. Wow. Um, yeah, my wife lives here with me. Yep. Yeah. been with the same yeah. lady for 26 years now, I think. She'll probably correct me from the background. <laughs> hey, get her on the. I want to hear the alternate story. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, we've been through a lot. 
we've been through an incredible spiritual journey, let's call it, an awakening. I was hit by lightning twice. We lost our home. We were homeless, and now we own our own property, and it's paid off. And, I mean, it's just been an amazing journey. And it all stems from thoughts are things. Get out of the mainstream of society. And we, we've accomplished yeah. that. That's pretty awesome. I've always been the kind of guy that I really needed direction in my life. And my dad's been dead for 20 years, and uh, he's always my go-to guy. I mean, he wasn't my great example or anything like that. So I hooked up with Bob Schoff. He was an older, more mature guy, had more experience in life than me. But he didn't really understand the principle of the mastermind. I found out a lot of the people there didn't either. Fire doctors. I fire people that work for me or with me all the time. I delete them on Facebook. I explain to them why. I really try to help Bob because I'm a video marketer. I've made hundreds of videos and I know how to do it. And I've taken thousands of dollars of training. And Bob was trying to make a video and I'm trying to help him and stuff like that. But because I'm his little fledgling, he doesn't want to take advice from me. And because I'm debt-free, living a life, freedom lifestyle, most people don't want to take advice from someone that already has what they want. But I don't know why. I saw your soul dance. He's cool. I saw that. I listened to the recording, uh, almost all of it last night, that you posted. I didn't know that. Wow. I started listening to it. I didn't know he was from Pune. I didn't get to listen to the whole thing, but it's excellent. I want to get to know what you guys are doing more and stuff. Always when wow, Marsha... I'm uh, so happy to hear that. Yeah. You would really rock with this program. I, I'm going to tell you, and uh, you're kind of like me. You kind of sense when you see something awesome, you you just know it. And that's how I felt. And, well, it sort of caught uh, me because... I, I don't know how many of the questions I can really ask answer for you, but I'm going to turn this over to Saul, and I'm going to ask him how he got inspired to write this book. Oh, cool. Thank you. I think what's important to to get us grounded in the essence of pay me what I'm worth is the meditation that I had, I came out of it weeping. I got into such a state of gratitude and largely because I sensed the passing of one of my first most cherished spiritual teachers. And sure enough, She reached out during her passing, and I didn't even know where she was in the world, and I learned through the grapevine that she had died later, but it was right during the time I was meditating. And during this meditation, I was recounting how blessed I am because of her and how how much of an asshole I was when I was her student and how wise she was to look past that to see in me what I was not able to see yet. And it just came over me like a a tidal wave. I was on the beach in Encinitas, and I was just weeping for gratitude that this person had such patience and such wisdom to just let me unfold, let me find myself. She created that space to help me do that. She taught me those skills. And this weird thing popped into my mind that if somehow I were able to create an online gaming program or, or something where I'm earning just boatloads of money every second of every day, that if I paid her every penny of that, it still would not represent my gratitude to her. I could not think of how I could demonstrate to her 
the worth that she came to me. So I took some time and then I, I dropped back into meditation again and I got this very clear feeling that I'm supposed to be a published author and I'm like, yeah, okay. One of the things that I've learned in my spiritual journeying is when I get a really strong vision, I have to be really mindful that there's this whole thing of timing and just because I might get that vision doesn't mean I'm supposed to run right out there and start doing whatever's in that vision. I've done that, gotten smacked upside the head a few times from that. <laughs> I told my guides, all right, fine, here's the deal. If I'm supposed to be a published author, I want a cosmic two-by-four upside the head. I don't want the butterfly flying in front of my nose. I need a... I, I, give me something that's abundantly clear that I'm supposed to start writing. Writing I don't know what, but that I'm supposed to start writing. Left the beach, went home, cleaned up, went over to my favorite coffee shop in Encinitas, sat down, started my morning writing, and I just vaguely was aware of someone who passed me and sat down behind me. And about an hour later, I got up to get things, refresh my tea and stuff. And the guy behind me, it was abundantly clear he was editing something because he had paper all around him and he had his pen and he's editing and I said oh you must be editing a manuscript or something and he goes yeah I'm a published author and this is my manuscript I got to get it in by five o'clock today and I'm like oh crap here's the cosmic two by four I could just feel it I'm like damn it I had to ask for it didn't I okay so I tried to wheedle my way out of it, and I just said, well, good luck. I know you're on deadline, and I live just around the corner, but I do have some questions about the whole writing-publishing thing, and one day, if you're back again, maybe we can have some time to talk. And he looked me square in the eye and said, no, no, I, I'm, I'm ready to take a break. Why don't we, you know, what questions do you have? And so I always do things in threes, especially in these situations, because I, I know that sometimes people just need a graceful way out, Right. So I said, well, that is really so kind of you, but it's 2 o'clock now. You've got three hours. It looks like you've got a lot there left to edit. Like I say, I'm here every single day. So how about if we schedule something for tomorrow? And he said, would you shut up and quit being controlling? What are your questions? <laughs> I'm like, okay, baseball bat upside the head number two. Got it. All right. Well, we conclude a very insightful conversation, and I go, fine, I'm supposed to start writing. What the hell am I supposed to start writing? So I drop back into meditation, and the title, Pay Me What I'm Worth, came up. And I said, really? It's 2006. Pay me what I'm worth. Seriously? Come on. This book has got to have been written 97 different ways from Sunday, right? Well... Went out to Google, pay me what I'm worth. Tons of articles about negotiating salaries and stock options and that sort of stuff. Okay, no book, fine. What's my next step? All right, Amazon, right? I mean, Amazon's kind of like the mother load of at least books that are online for sale or whatever. So I went out to Amazon, pay me what I'm worth. Nothing. A lot of good suggestions, but nothing. Well, now search engines are picky. Pay me what I am worth. No, I'm. I am worth. You know how picky they are, right? Nothing. I'm like, oh, crap. You Seriously? So I thought, okay, what's my next step? 
And I figured, all right, Library of Congress, right? They're, at least for the United States, they're the motherload of all titles, and that's where you begin to get your copyright certificate. So I went out and figured out how to do the searches. And no book with that title. It's 2006. And words that are being muttered every single day, there's no book. And I'm going, okay. I'm still in denial. I still don't think I'm supposed to write. I'm still trying to shrug this off. So I said to my guys, fine, whatever. I'll write the book, but here's my last line of defense. (laughs) Got to have the domain name. I mean, in today's world, if you're going to have a book, you got to have the domain name that goes with the book title, right? Well, Rick, Shirley, I don't know if you're aware of these people that go out there and they buy up domain names like by the bazillions. Have you heard about these people that will go out and buy, buy domain names just to hold on to them? Yes, I'm one of them. <laughs> oh, aha. Now, okay. Well, you know what I'm talking about. I was almost certain that paymewhatiamworth.com would be taken. Nope. So, as soon as I purchased the domain names, I had this really huge rush of energy through me. Within 15 minutes, I had the table of contents channeled. Within 45 days, I had a rough manuscript. And the person who is a professional editor could not believe I wrote that book in 45 days. Because when she proofed it, she found some small grammatical errors, but she believed it was a finished manuscript. And in 15 years, she had never gotten a manuscript from a first-time author that was that complete. That is so cool. Wow. I know I typed it, but I don't remember typing it. So, Marsha, I can't help but wonder the reason why this program captured your attention is because, first off, it was channeled work. I became the cosmic dictaphone. I mean, I I transcribed, basically. And I know that what's in the book is a combination of my master's in social work, my minor in human relationships, I'm a monk in three different orders, a shaman in four traditions. I know there's parts of me woven in there, but honestly, the way it flowed and how quickly it flowed and how it builds upon each other, the fact that it happened in 45 days, I think it was a sign that I'm supposed to get out there and wake people up to their worth. Yes, absolutely. I've been in this journey now, and I was just so amazed at really the aha moments I started having as I did the exercises in the book. I mean, it's a word book. So you're going to take it for life. And you. So I went to your website and I listened to a few of the people that have taken the classes and the interviews, and I'm blown away, completely blown away. I love the fact that it's about me. This is something that I can share with my children who are so far away. They're they're in Hawaii. And this is something that I can cherish for the rest of my life because I feel the difference. You've got to get it into your heart, right? This actually was so inspiring to be able to, to go through the exercises and see every part of me. <laughs> every part of that timeline that I'm making for myself and then know that I'm worthy of everything that I'm going to be doing. 
and that I'm worth it. That's the pretty place. I'm not told how to get the answers or what the right answers are, but I'm actually being. And I'm in that space where I discover all those answers. And I liked that whole idea, and I said, this is a much better program for people because you are teaching me balance. You, you actually taught me balance, that there's a balance between giving and receiving, that if my cup was empty, how could I possibly keep giving when my cup wasn't even full? And I really, really appreciated understanding that. We wrap up part one of our three-part questions and answers series with both the backstory of how Pay Me What I'm Worth came to be, as well as a glimpse into how Marsha's sense of balance is growing more strong with each passing class. Join us in part two of this three-part series to learn more about what you'll experience in the 12-month journey that you'll take with Marsha when you join Marsha in her class. You're welcome to connect with Marsha directly at 617-833-9721. Again, her phone number is 617-833-9721 to explore when her next class starts. You're listening to Soul, executive producer for Pay Radio, talk radio worth listening to. We look forward to hearing your wit and wisdom in an upcoming class.